Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens. He's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Matt, I am doing good. Hurricane Dorian or whatever is just off our coast heading north, and we're okay. So a little bit of we're wind. okay. That's really good to hear, man. They they were kind of scaring us over the weekend. The Weather Channel was all sure make a lot of money when they tell you that you know <laughs> that it's hitting the fan, don't they? Don't they? And I was actually thinking about that because, you know, think of all the business. I had some friends that were going down to uh, Amelia Island right outside of Jacksonville, and they closed those two hotels like Monday at noon. Think of all the business that those hotels lost for this week. They closed Savannah, uh, the highway that goes from Savannah to Atlanta. They closed it to make it one-way evacuation route. So you couldn't go to Savannah to do any business this week or for two days, three days. I'm like, you actually hurt people by making this overdramatic. Well, uh, my, you know, I'm a member at the Ponte Vedra Lodge and Club, which is, of course, a big resort, and they closed on Monday. Or, okay. and, yeah, they were closed, and, and I'm like, but I want to come in and use the gym. I this guy's <laughs> got to clear the beach out, but let me use the fitness center because you got, but I guess it's all hands on deck. They got to get all the stuff off. They got to get boarded, the windows boarded up, all that stuff. And, and better safe than sorry. Sorry, I understand that. Better safe than sorry. Exactly. All right. So let's talk today. I tell you a little story. We're going to call this, do clients know the value you provide? Okay. All right. And so let me start off with a little story because I just got off the phone with a marketing person, a digital marketing person. And uh, they are, so here, here, uh, here's the value they provide and how much they charge. And then we'll, we'll go from there and build the conversation. So, they're providing a service. They say they are a professional referral network. So they will provide you with client leads, okay? Consulting, investment advisory, coaching, whatever we're talking about. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. It could be a plumber lead, but you'll get to my point. For, for me, it was the advisory stuff. But for that, what they do is they run a digital marketing campaign with Facebook and Instagram and, and uh, whoever else. They also run Google AdWord campaigns. Right, so somebody looking for a coach, an advisor, something to that effect, they will run the campaigns themselves. They will gather the leads. They will have somebody do a phone interview to qualify the leads, and then they guarantee you. Uh, I think their number was six. I guarantee you six leads in the next twelve months, and for that they charge fourteen thousand dollars. Okay, so you and I got on this call beforehand. So it's, I don't have enough information to make a decision if that's worth it to me or not. Okay. So they're not, first of all, that's, you know, let's go back to single target market. They're identifying me, a coach, a consultant as their target market. Okay. What's their offer? They're offering me clients, prospective clients. Let's say, you know, strong leads. How do we want to say that? Right. Qualified, qualified leads. That's the word we should use. Qualified leads right? But they have a number on it, six. We'll guarantee you six. I don't know, like you made a great point. What'd you say? If they, if they get more than six, why would they give them to you? Yeah. I mean, that, that's a good question. Okay. We guarantee you at least six. Well, by the time they get to six, why would they, they've got you what they said they'd get. Why would they keep working? Right. Why would they keep working or, or sell those leads to somebody else? Yeah. Right. That, that's a very valid point. So Especially maybe, when they're getting $2,350 a lead. Right. 
Man, right. that is the, what, what kills me about that. That is the most expensive lead on the planet. Yes. Yes. So run those numbers. So I can't make a decision. If, so in other words, let's say I get six leads. What is that lead worth to me, right? Qualified leads. If the it, lead's worth a hundred grand, okay. Right. That's right. Is it? And what's the conversion ratio, right? Do their leads come to you really qualified? Like if I get a lead from a CPA or a consultant or a lawyer, there's about a 90% chance or a friend, there's a 90% chance that guy becomes my client. If I get a, uh, I don't know what, how qualified, you know, if I get a random lead like this, I doubt it's a 90% close rate. I don't know what the close rate on that would be. Do you, do you have any, is that a, is that a 10% close rate? Is that a 25? Am I going to get one or two? Am I getting four? It, it would appear to me that this is, this is where I think a lot of people miss the boat. You know, it's, it's very possible that when I say a lot of people, that's why we title this, do, you, do your clients know the value you provide? Because you undoubtedly ask this person, hey, all right, if I spend this $14,000, what's that lead going to look like? Are they, are they worth millions? Are, I mean, do I set up the criteria of what is a lead? But the, this person couldn't give you that answer, right? I mean, that's right. And so it would be, right? So, so this goes back to, I don't know if that's a $1,000 client or a $20,000 client, right? So I would have to know that number. What is this client worth to me, right? It's a, it's a $10,000 client, let's say. Well, that means that's $60,000 of potential, right? If I can close half of them, I would make $30,000 and I owe them 14. I would do that all day long, right? But if I only closed one and it was worth 10,000, then I would make 10, but I paid them 14. It's not worth it. What if they're only worth 2,000 or $3,000? Now I would have to close all six to get $18,000, right? To, to, for, to cover their $14,000 expense. That's a big risk. That's definitely not what I would call an irresistible offer. You didn't make it irresistible for me to say yes to you. Most of the times it should be, um, if it's, when you're, you're in sales or marketing and you're presenting, let's call it new budget items, not, um, the reason I say new budget items, because for instance, I own an LED company and we work with commercial and industrial customers. Well, when we go into a business, they're already spending that money. They're giving that money to their utility company right now. They're paying people to maintain their lighting and their parking lots and their warehouses. And, and so it's already a, a budget item. So to have savings, you know, there's only two ways a company can in, increase revenues. They either, uh, in, you know, basically increase profits or decrease expenses. So the decreasing expenses is, a, is an easy thing to look at. What this person is proposing to you is increasing revenue. Now, in my opinion, I'm not speaking for everyone, but if I'm going to propose to somebody to increase your revenue, so you're going to spend this amount, your value proposition has to be five times. It can't be less than five times. And you got to be clear how you're going to get me to the five times. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? This person should have been able to say, well, Matt, we, we know that, uh, you know, we're going to be able to bring you um, at least $70,000 of business from those six leads. And here's why. Right. 
Right. We, we've had proof. We've had experience with it, right? Even that, if you don't have experience, you could have a contingency, right? Charge me. What do lawyers do? A lot of lawyers charge a retainer fee. And then the contingency, if we win the case, I get a third of the, of the value of the client, right? A third of what your winnings are, right? You could have done a value proposition that way. If you're, if you're unsure of what the value you provide is, it would, hey, uh, instead of 14,000, it's gonna be 50% of the value of the clients you bring in over the next year, right? And then I'll be like, oh yeah, I make two and you make one. That's, that's a good return on my investment, right? But you're making me take all the risk. This is not an irresistible offer. No. Now, I had a thought when you were mentioning this, not everybody has a product, like if we were talking about my windows last week about maybe me getting new windows, that's not a savings per se, but it could be a savings because of the savings like you were talking about for the, uh, my utility bills. The windows will pay for themselves over a two year, three year period. You could quantify that, right? But you could also provide the value. I was thinking about a restaurant. We talked a little bit about a restaurant off, offline would be maybe you don't have to provide savings for your meal per se, but it's, it's, a, it's a more fun environment, family friendly environment or romantic environment. And that's the value you provide right? doesn't always have to be a monetary value. You could provide peace of mind. You're a financial advisor. You're, you're uh, I think Dave Ramsey, Ramsey is called financial peace. I think he's got a called financial peace. So, so that's what he's providing, not necessarily a dollar amount, but financial peace, right? What does a therapist provide you with? A therapist doesn't provide you a monetary value per se, but they bring you peace of mind, right? Oh, yeah. You, but you, they, you know, they solved a problem. Yeah. We, cause we, it's not always money because we said, what, you know, do you, do your clients know the value you provide? The right. value in most cases is not, is not the money in this case. It's not the money because if they're going to hand you six prospects, what they're really handing you is maybe X amount of time that you're not having to do certain networking things and, or what they're also handing you is what you're going to do with the money. Right. You know, when you can find out your clients why, okay, why do you want $70,000 more? Um, and then let me show you how I'm going to get you there. They, I mean, what, what it appears to me is this, this particular company is really bad at marketing because the person that you were talking <laughs> to is probably the same person who's generating leads for other clients. That, that is really good. They're, they're really great at marketing stuff for my little business, but they're terrible at marketing their own business. Yeah. That would be a disconnect. You're exactly right. They're, they're, not, they're not a single target market they got right, but they're not compelling their best prospects, which is me. They're not educating and motivating me, and they're definitely not making an irresistible offer to me. Right? They're, right. they're, not, they're not doing any of that stuff. Not if you weren't convinced because they right. couldn't answer your, your questions with a specific answer. Right. They couldn't quantify their value to me. Right. Their, their answer was, well, it depends whatever your normal closing ratio is. We don't know what your closing ratio is, so I don't know how many of those six you're going to close. Okay. Well, first of all, you should know because you should be doing this for other people, right? That the people we provide leads for, they close 25, 35, 40%. They should know that number, right? Mm -hmm. They should also know the average client has is worth this amount. You know, they'll pay a consulting fee of 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 or they'll pay an advisory fee or a planning fee or a consulting fee of 5,000, 10,000. They should know the average value of those clients they provide. They should know those numbers, mm -hmm. right? And if not, they should at least have some sort of, okay, I'll split, here's this will offer, I'll split the risk with you, 
right? I'll provide you the lead. If you close it, you pay me 50% of it, 25% of it, 70% of it, whatever the number is, because that, that's what they don't understand would be if you got me in front of the prospect and I close the client, I'm more than happy to share a referral fee with you, right? This is where um, I think copywriting comes in because so in, in when you're writing good copy, first of all, when I'm writing a, a marketing message, I almost always start with the offer before I write anything else. I'm trying to figure out what, what am I offering this person? What am I, what am I looking to solve for them? Yes. So be, before you come up with the price, you got to come up with the offer. What are you, what are you offering to do for them? Then once you have the offer, I think then you have to, so let's just say we're doing this company hired me and you to come up with their marketing. The first thing I'd say is, okay, now you're trying to get to $70,000 cause which would be five times, at least five times. So you've got to now get, you've got an offer. It's got to become irresistible. How do you make that irresistible? Well, you got to bring a guarantee in. Okay. Yes. Matt, we guarantee that we'll get you as, as many clients as it takes, even beyond the one-year point, until you've made the $70,000 in revenue. Okay. Right. Now you've taken the, and any clients beyond the $70,000 $70, number, then we get a 35% bonus on, on that. And you'd be like, well, hell yeah, that's a good deal. And so you notice... We, I haven't even started. So all we did is we worked with the offer and the guarantee and made it irresistible with the guarantee. Now you can write the rest of the marketing. Absolutely. Well, it's funny you say this. This reminds me of, of uh, there was, uh, who was it? There was a coach we were talking about that was, he charged a fee, you know, $1,000 and want all that 25,000 or 50% of the deals that you make. Oh, my internet says it's unstable again. Yeah, well, it was for a second there. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to say that statement you just said. Say it over again. Yeah, so so you and I know of a coach that was making the irresistible offer of, hey, you're going to put $25,000 in an escrow account. And if you do nothing, because I, I get that $25,000 because you took up one of my spots, or we're going to I'm going to make you successful and I'm going to get 50% of the deals you do over the next 12 months. Either or whatever number is greater. If you don't do any deals, I at least get my 25. If you do a hundred thousand dollars worth of deals, I get 50,000. Right. Right. And that's an irresistible offer. He kind of had a minimum floor, put the, 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 the challenge back on his customer. Hey, this is going to cost you 25 grand if you do nothing, or you're going to make 50,000 or whatever. 50% of whatever we make together because I'm going to help you be successful. That was an irresistible offer. That was pretty good. Yeah. So here's the, <laughs> there's really four elements of any marketing message that are really critical, I guess you'd say. So you have to have this big idea. Um, whatever that big idea is, in this case, this person was going to get you leads so that you have more time to enjoy your life and, and have more money and all those things, right? So yes. there's a big idea. But now the next component is you've got to have a promise of these benefits. There has to be a, a, 
a promise that makes it easy for the, your prospect to imagine how much better their life was going, is going to be. Right. You just, you did a better way to sell me on this product would have been right. Not just the dollar amount, like you're saying the $70,000, but you mentioned it during the thing, but you could say, Hey, look, you're going to bring in X number of new clients and new revenues, but then you don't have to spend any other money on marketing. It's going to save you time. It's going to give you peace of mind because you know, we're the ones working in the background generating leads for you. So there's, you could have sold me on four or five benefits right? Not just the six qualified leads. You sold me peace of mind, saving time, maybe saving money, saving effort because you don't have to do any other marketing efforts. Like maybe you're doing five things at once. So you could have, your value would have been easier for me, right? I wouldn't have to justify all the money based on my return on the leads. It could have been peace of mind or time saved or comfort or ease, or now I know what I'm going to do for marketing. Right, yeah, you could have so, sold me on a lot of benefits. That's well, that's the point. So no matter what, you got to have the idea. You got to have that promise of these benefits, whatever. And the person needs to know those benefits before they yes. start even pitching you. Then the next one is huge. It's proof. You've got to have some proof that because you know these decisions are made emotionally, and so the rational mind all of a sudden when you're getting ready to buy something, you go from emotion to all of a sudden ration, rationality. And now you're doing math and you're going, wait. And now if, they, if she had said, look, here's the deal, Matt, we've got 86,000 clients who've, who've made um, eight to 12 times what they invested. So now you're creating proof and then you need credibility. The person, why we are qualified to do this for you, Matt, so if you have those four things, the big idea, promise of benefits, you've got proof and you've got credibility, um, a client or prospect will make a, a educated decision. Uh, but it's, it's like they left out so much of So that. much of it, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, they, they didn't know how to, when you said, well, what kind of clients are you gonna bring me? I don't know. They didn't have an answer. How is that possible? No, but like, like I said, I like what you're saying. If you sell me on those other benefits, then the monetary one becomes less important, right? It's like lawn service. We've even talked about that before, which is like lawn service. It's the time you save me. It's the pain in the rear that you save me. It's the handyman that, that, that changes out ceiling fans. You know, and I need three new ceiling fans in the house. I can do it myself or I can find a handyman. It's not the cost of the handyman. It's, well, that's a pain in the rear end that I don't have to do. Or, or I can go play golf or spend time with my family. It's not All a monetary right, so thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a perfect example. Right. So um, I stumbled onto a whole new industry. And it, it, it um, by accident, but I stumbled onto it. It's, it's called trash valets. Okay? okay. And they are, for apartment complexes, what they do is they put these little individual garbage cans outside of every apartment door and they empty them daily so that you don't have these big giant dumpsters sitting outside the building. You're and So I'm starting to brainstorm all, all these um, and it's possible I may be writing some copy for an organization. I'll just say that. I'll leave it at that. But uh, So we're, I'm brainstorming all these benefits and it's things like 
people don't have to go out and take the trash out at night because they're scared. They don't have to drive around with a bag on top of their car and, and, uh, and people, if they have a recycle bin and a trash bin right outside their door and it looks, um, you know, aesthetically pleasing, they're more likely to recycle consistently and dispose of their trash properly. And so um, it, because they're disposing of their trash daily, they have less problem with pest control in the apartment complex, all sorts of other benefits. And by the way, even the, even the person I was talking to about copywriting didn't even think about the pest control aspect. I was coming up with all these benefits. Sure, yes. And, and of course, this is not cheaper than putting a dumpster outside. <laughs> you're going to go people. So, so you've got to be really good at, at, the, at, at presenting the promise of benefits if you're going to make people spend more money. So the benefits have to outweigh basically the cost. Now, in your case, you could probably get there. I mean, six clients, eh, you know, let's say it would bring you $70,000 of revenue. But if that $70,000 gave you, let's just say that gave you 10 extra hours a week or even five extra hours a week, that might be worth, you might say, wow, I've got five more hours that I don't have to prospect this week. That's, that's a, pretty good deal to me if I get I mean that's that's one round of golf right right or, or like you said if that's if that's one client and 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 every other month right gosh that could be a good steady stream and then if you know whatever your goal is one client a month two clients five clients, whatever your goal is well gosh that it is the goal or it takes care of half the goal or right yeah yeah, there are other benefits that you and I are coming up with here in this conversation that the salesperson didn't pitch me on, you know, whatever, 30 minutes ago, whenever that call was. And the reality is that's this is, um, well, that's probably why we have a podcast called Profitability MD, because we... People don't do this. <laughs> this, is, this is why so many companies need help, and so many companies think they're doing a good job of marketing. And right. the reality is the, that all of marketing boils down to really... This, this promise of benefits is, if you put the promise of benefits in front of the right audience, all you've got to do, you've got this big idea. The big idea produces a promise of benefits. What's the big idea? Whatever it is you sell. And you know, the problem you solve, that's what it is. That's your big idea, the problem you're going to solve. And then all of these benefits you're going to get from it. And all you've got to do is provide proof and why are you the right person to do this for, you know, to help me do this. That's it. You, you, you put those four components together and you'll never have a problem selling, but they, this person missed it. I think most people miss it. You're exactly right. It, it is like you said, it, you want to make it such a no brainer that it's obviously to do business with you, right? That is why wouldn't you do business with this person? Because they're solving the problem I want. They're, they're providing the value that's greater than the reward that I'm seeking, whether it be monetarily or, or peace of mind. Now let's back this up and say, gosh, if this was a digital marketing agency that brought me whatever my, whatever your number, you want one client a week, do you want one a day, do you want one a month, whatever, whatever your dollar amount is, gosh, if they could provide that goal for you, then the value is tremendous, right? You know, here's the peace of mind. Here's the reality. If they were a little better at presenting this whole idea better, they'd probably get more than six leads for you every year too. They'd probably be, if they could teach their people 
the promise of benefits for you, the client, if they could do that better, and they're also going to do it on the other side, they're going to have a lot more appointments. Uh, Dean Jackson would tell you, so Dean Jackson, one of our little gurus, says sometimes it's easier to provide the results for somebody, right? So in this scenario, you could like run your campaign for my area or whatever. I don't know if it was Atlanta or if it was a zip code. I don't know how they were going to do it. And just go ahead and run it and just, hey, Matt, we've got six leads for you. Do you want them? And will you pay us 50% of whatever you close? So you could go ahead and provide the result, provide me with the six leads and I'll pay you for them, right? You could have already done it, right? The irresistible offer would be, hey, we ran this campaign. We found you know, these right candidates for you. It's, we've solved a problem for you. They're sitting right here. Are you ready, right? Because there's an also this talks about future dollar amounts, right? So if you tell me $14,000 today or $14,000 a year from now when I've made you whatever, 30,000, 50,000, what? Yeah, I'll pay, you know, because it's future money, right? Well, they, you know, the, the, if I would play devil's advocate there. I would be like, well, Matt, if I generate these leads and I give them to you, I don't know your ability to close those. And therefore, that's why we have to charge you up front. Of course, that's, that's my salesmanship 101 kicking in saying, I don't know that you can close them if, even if I but get I, great leads. But, but then it's not an irresistible offer. I, I understand the circular argument. You're exactly right. Dean Jackson talks about, that is a circular argument and you can make that till the cows come home, but how are you gonna get the prospect off the fence? In yep. that scenario, when you say, well, Matt, I don't know how good you are at closing, now you become your own bottleneck. I could run the campaign and generate leads for you, but I don't know if you're gonna close them, so now you're your own bottleneck, so you, you know, you're at an impasse. Yeah, and so you're to not, make it, you're not to be, you can't, you cannot tell your client that they can't, you're trying to say, I'm gonna give you good leads, and either they're good leads or they're not good leads. If they're not good leads, I can't close them. Well, or maybe there needs to be a training on how to close them. I'm going to provide you good leads and I'm going to say, here's the best practices on how to close these leads. So yeah. you'll have the best chance of closing them. But even though, you know, the irresistible offer is really the person making the sale is making the irresistible offer, right? Right. So, so the irresistible offer is I got to make it so, Hey Dave, I'm going to generate leads for you and I'm going to teach you how to close them. So you're probably pretty good. Maybe I can enhance your ability to close them. And then will you give me 50% of that 30% of that what 25? I don't know what the, the proper number is. Right. But in that instance, now you've decreased, I've decreased the risk for you. Oh right? yeah. The reality is if your marketing is done right, 99% of the closing was already done. Already done. And who wouldn't give you money to give them a new client? Right? Who wouldn't say, go back to your locksmith days and whatever the value of a locksmith client is, is, hey, Dave, they're worth 100 bucks. If I bring in a new client for you, will you pay me 25 bucks? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, there's a vending machine. You bring me a client, I make 100, I give you 25, I netted 75. I'll do that. Cha-ching. Go, go get me, go get me 500 go get me 500 clients and I'll figure out how to put people in vans to take care of them. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's ultimately what we did with the yellow page advertising. I ran full page ads. You know why? Because that was back in the day when people would go, Oh, oh I locked my keys in my car or my husband just left me or we just fired an employee. I got to get these locks changed right now. I know it's midnight, but I got to get these locks changed right now. I got to get the safe combination changed. 
where would they go at that moment in time? So I was paying for the lead, $8,000 a month in 1993, 1994, $8,000 a month back then for a full page ad in the yellow pages, but I was buying the leads. Yep. So yep. I probably was paying 25%, you know, cause we were doing about 30, you know, 30, 35, $40,000 a month in, in straight from the yellow page advertising. Um, you, I mean, we knew it was from that. So, um, you know, you'd have repeat clients, but I'm talking new business coming in. Um, so you, you, it was pretty easy to calculate the ROI, you know, it's about five times what I was spending. And so I was buying those leads and that's what we're talking about. I mean, right. Anybody will buy leads if you can give them leads. So if you're watching this and you want to bring me coaching clients and I'll pay you after number one, after I take those clients through the most unbelievable coaching experience, because I'm going to make their business grow by 10 times and you would too. I mean, um, but you bring those clients to me. Yeah. I'd be happy to pay you a you know, portion. Why wouldn't I? Right. Why wouldn't anybody on the planet. Right, and that's the irresistible offer that we, that, that, that we provide that you should provide for your clients, which is the value is a dollar amount. When we're talking about here, it is an experience. It is a peace of mind. It is a all the above. But you got to make sure your client knows and understands the value because they can't make the decision unless they understand the value, right? They can't. Uh, a friend of, how do we say that? My daughter's, friend of my daughter's father, so he's probably my age, had a stroke this past week, right? Had another friend who's my age who had, what's the other one? The heart, heart attack. So one's in your brain, right? So the benefit, there's, a, there's apparently a test you can have done for like a hundred bucks. I don't know if it's a calcium test or what it is, EKG, I don't know what it is, that could screen you for a chance of a stroke or a heart attack. That's the value, hundred bucks. I thought it was hundred bucks. The value is peace of mind. Yeah, right? but the other side is worse. What if you're a candidate for it? Then it becomes a problem. Then now you I mean, get priceless. I'll pay you whatever I need to pay you. You know, now you can't get insurance because you've got this on your medical record. Um, you know, but hey, I mean, that's, but at least you know, yeah, well, I guess I got to be careful so I don't have a stroke. I mean, right. But I'm saying it doesn't, like I say, that's, that's a peace of mind value that you're providing. But the client needs to know that value, right? You, price doesn't mean a thing without value attached to it. Right. And the value isn't always, like we said, a five to one return. That's awesome. The value could be peace of mind. It could be convenience. Uh, I call myself a lot of times an outsourced solution, an outsourced provider, right? You and I have talked about the, the benefits of coaching are do you think Roger Federer, who actually just lost in the fifth set last night, sadly, I was very disappointed, stayed up late to watch that match. He's got a coach. He's got a, he's got a tennis coach, a fitness coach, a mental coach, right? That guy is one of the best players of all times. And the, he sees value in having a, a tennis coach. He sees value in having a fitness coach. He sees value in having a nutritionist, right? Um, he sees value which may or may not be monetarily, but you think the guy doesn't know what he's doing? He's 38 years old. He's the oldest pro tennis player right now. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. So there's two things about what you just said. Now, of course, I have, I have a coach. I mean, I have a coach who helps me. And so the fact that I sell coaching, I would be very hypocritical if I didn't have a coach. I know you have a coach as well. Right. But 
but you know, you, you said something before about um, the monetary value. When, what you have to think about, or what we, um, you, all that money is, is it's part of a barter system. And so if I have $100 in my hand, and you have something that is more valuable to me than the $100 in my hand, I, and you're willing to exchange that with me for my $100, that's a good exchange, right? It, it's right. more valuable to me. It doesn't have to be monetary value. It just means whatever that value is, that, that, that promise of benefits that you have in your hand where is worth more to me than this hundred bucks, then we're going to exchange it. And you want the hundred dollars more than the value you have in your hand. So the exchange is a good exchange. And so whether it's $10,000, $5,000, dollars doesn't matter. As long as the, the benefits, the value I'm going to receive is more than the dollar figure that, that I'm going to trade for. That's a winning trade every single time. Every time. And that is, so it goes back to our thing, do clients know the value you provide? So you need to articulate it. You need your value proposition, our little buzzwords, our value propositions. You need your marketing message. What's the message that portrays, that lets them know the value they're receiving, the benefits they're receiving. You have to know who that target audience is so that message will resonate with them. We gotta know the language that message needs to be delivered in, right? And we need to speak that language back to them so that they know or understand that, that the value that they're getting, right? And so I use this example this morning. This was interesting. We've talked about this in the past. So uh, people come to you typically, I say you, it could be a, a coach, a consultant, financial advisor, a lawyer, a CPA, right? Let's call it service provider, doctor, chiropractor, veterinarian. People come to you. First of all, the given they know, like, and trust you, you're a competent, whatever, lawyer, estate planner, right? But the real reason, there are two main reasons they find this out through research, is that um, the way they articulate it is uh, you have a history of um, helping people in my situation, right? That's number one. And number two is I feel that you know and understand my personal situation, right? So you're, listen, my dad might have to have some back surgery, right? So there are a lot of back surgeons in Atlanta. You want a neurologist apparently instead of just whatever. But he's going to go to the people that who, who has the most experience doing this particular Lappin stock, I don't know what it's called, particular surgery who's got that most experience and who's had successful results with people doing that specific surgery. That's the criteria that I'm helping him with, Right. There are yeah. a bunch of people in Atlanta that do the back surgery, but the criteria are how many have done this particular surgery and what's his success rate of that particular surgery. And right. you know, it's, let's, let's, I mean, we're already over our time, but oh, right. talk about surgery. You know, it's so funny that, do you really want the lowest price surgeon? <laughs> right. That's a great example. That's I mean, perfect. You never want the lowest price surgeon. I don't want the, the guy. Okay, I'll give you for instance. Uh, about 10 years ago, for one of my wife's birthday birthdays, I got her LASIK surgery on her eyes. Now, we went to the second most expensive eye surgeon in town at the time. It was very expensive. Now, there were much lower price people. It was just when LASIK was really getting going. Now sure. you get LASIK for like 250 bucks an eye. Back then it was like, it was like three, $500 an eye. 
I mean, it was so much money back then. But I don't know if I'd want to go to the $250. That's a great one. That is exactly right. Because the value is much worth much more of it. I don't want my dad to have back surgery and be permanently damaged. You don't want your wife to have Lasix and be permanently damaged, right? Because the consequences are so. But the value proposition is, and, and this is great premium pricing, right? People could buy a Lexus or a Toyota. It's the same car. They want the perceived value of the Lexus. You're talking to a, a multiple Lexus owner. No, it's not the same car. <laughs> I own a Lexus, I'm just saying. But anyway, this got off on a tangent, but I really, but it all comes back to what we talk about all the time, right? Does, so the, it's called, do your clients know the value you provide? How are they gonna know that? You gotta know your target audience. You gotta know the right message. You gotta know the problem you're solving, the results you're providing. You got to speak their exact language so it resonates with them. You have to make an irresistible offer so that it's obvious that you're the right choice, that you know how to deal with people like them, and you've helped people like them in the past and have a successful track record of doing. That's how they make decisions. Like you call it, social proof. So your your four criteria. Yeah. So that's so Matt, we covered a ton of ground. Oh, we did. <laughs> great, great episode. Um, which I believe this is episode 37. And if you got value out of this, subscribe to the channel. Uh, ring that bell and you'll get notified every week when we come out with a new show. I think we get better every week. Um, there's a lot to learn, but uh, Matt, where can we find you? Yeah, so I'm at 10xprofitblueprint.com. That's my coaching website, 10xprofitblueprint.com. And then it's Matt Hudgens over on LinkedIn. All How right. about you, Dave? DavidMulvaney.com. And you can connect with me uh, at David Mulvaney on LinkedIn as well. So, All right, man. Matt, good, good talking to you. We'll talk soon. All right, see you.